they told him don't fucking use it and apparently he did What's up guys, this is Fredo and you just listened to a beat by Rat Chopper called Dexter. I'm not really sure if it's going to be available to download. I'm not even sure if it's going to be uploaded on SoundCloud at all. This might be one of that Wu-Tang idea where it'll be available for in about 88 years. I don't know. I'll ask them, see what you guys think. Um, you guys let me know what you think. If you like it, maybe that'll persuade them and be like, yeah, fuck it, put it out there. Um, I don't know. The guy's super busy, so we'll see. Anyways. Um, I was out last week. I'm not going to lie to you guys, so I'm not going to say shit. Okay. But I'm here this week. Right. And what I've been up to is I really want to start doing, well, originally this podcast, what I wanted to do was, um, some sort of tutorial based, uh, idea of a podcast, but I quickly learned that it was incredibly difficult to give advice and give, you know, uh, the concept of tutorials via only audio, you know, because even though it is an audio based art form, you still need to see what you're doing when you're mixing. So I can't really necessarily give proper advice uh, over podcasts. I can give you, you know, uh, the definitions. I can give you where it all started from. I can even help you out how to promote things like that. But when it comes to the actual nitty gritty stuff where, you know, like, let's say I'm teaching you how to do, uh, how to recreate a synth. You know, we start getting into sound design. I can start talking about, listen, first you got to get your oscillator and then you got to manipulate it with this LFO and then you get this envelope to manipulate this filter. And then, you know, but at the end of the day, people want to see, because even though if I'm writing it down, you're just listening to what I have to say. So with that. I started thinking like, okay, well, why can't I do um, like a YouTube series, right? Where I can actually show people and give them ideas and give them tips and techniques where they can learn and they can see what they're, uh, what I'm doing and that can help them out. So that's, that's what I've been up to is trying to get this YouTube channel started. Um, the same as a podcast, if it's going to fail, all right, well, I gave it a shot. And if it doesn't work out, like I said, I gave it a shot. Uh, this podcast, it's on its third episode. So I want to thank everyone who tuned in to the first and second one. I feel like I am probably wasting my time, if I'm being honest. 
but it helps me pass the time because <laughs> you know a lot of stuff happens and i just want to get it out there and i'll be like oh you know maybe this community might you know resonate with this thing or this certain topic and things like that there's facebook groups and things like that but it starts getting cluttered and you start getting into heated arguments where some people aren't even making sense and they're just no 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 that's not right you know what i mean so what happened this week well the big thing in this music well for producers and you know uh, beat makers and musicians was Pharrell getting sued by the Marvin Gaye family for blurred lines, right? Pharrell got sued and so did um, Robin Thicke. Sorry, I just went blank for a minute. Anyways, yeah, so did Robin Thicke. And they got sued for, uh, how much was it? $7.3 million in damages? So that's fucking crazy. $7.3 million. And I heard about this while back when the song came out and a, a, like a couple months after the song came out um you know people were like uh, oh you know this is going on there and i'm thinking all right well i don't think it's gonna pass because at the time i i couldn't i couldn't hear the the resemblance you know maybe maybe the rhythm you know maybe the rhythm the bass i don't know that's just pushing it that's just stretching it in my opinion right and if you guys haven't heard the song about um for Pharrell is getting sued for, here's a comparison. So it shows blurred lines and then it shows Gotta Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. Everybody get up. I don't know. I I didn't see the resemblance. Uh, maybe, like I said, the rhythm, the drums, right? But even the drums, uh, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't seem like it's it's enough for me to be like, yeah, they're definitely ripping this guy off, you know, like legitimately ripping him off. I just, I don't know. I don't see Pharrell saying, you know what? I'm going to make a hit and I want to make a lot of money. So I'm going to steal from this guy to make a lot of money. You know, I, I don't know. I, there's a possibility that could have happened, but to me, it just the similarities aren't the same. I mean, like even the bass, like I said, that's that's pushing it. That's stretching it. But apparently the jury found, yeah, that the verdict was, yeah, he definitely ripped them off. And now Pharrell has to pay um, one point six million, 
Robin Thicke has to pay 1.7 million. Uh, the jury, it says here, the jury ruled who received. It says here, the jury ruled Harris, also known as T.I., who received the co-song writing credit for Blurred Lines, did not infringe on the gay copyright, which is true because, you know, T.I. was only featured in it. Okay, all he did was the lyrics. He had no say in the process uh, for the beat, you know. Uh, Pharrell produced it. Robin sang on it, right? But he was also part of the uh, the production process. So both of the, they both own the song, right? So both of them are responsible for it. So I think it's it's unfair if they decided to go after Ti, because if they did, then I'd be like, yeah, they they're definitely. Uh, trying to get money off of them for no fucking reason because in my opinion like i said the track sounds nothing the same to me you know but people see it i think it's like that whole blue black dress white gold where they're like no i can definitely hear it i don't hear it. i'm one of those people that see white and gold i don't fucking hear this shit um but oh, an interesting about an interesting thing about this is, is that if if let's say for the sake of the argument right that the jury said yeah it's because you know the drums and the bass okay if if that's all it takes to you know to infringe on someone else's work um then someone has to tell everyone in the fucking edm industry and everyone in the pop industry because most of these motherfucking songs sound the same to me okay oh, here let me you know what let me give you an example there's this guy on YouTube called Yeddos, and he put up a compilation. Well, it's not a compilation. He was he was trying to make fun of a uh, big room house. And if you guys don't know, for for those who don't know the genre big room house, if you've heard the song Animals by Martin Garrix, think of that genre. OK, but the thing is, is that a lot of people copy that song structure. OK, they copy the four on the floor beat, the bass. OK, and the song structure is it's almost always the same where it's you know you have 16 bar intro okay then you have another 16 bars building up okay but the first half of the 16 bars so the first eight bars is a solo then the last eight that makes up the 16 the last eight is the epic buildup okay sometimes sometimes you'll have someone who's rebellious and be like you know what that last bar i'm gonna make it silent I'm gonna make it silent for two bars, you know, but almost everyone that that bar, you know, it, before the drum goes silent and they have some weird fucking phrase like I don't I can't even think of a fucking phrase like I'm an android. You know what I mean? And then the fucking bass drops, boom, 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 and then the melody and things like that. But I mean, if this if this track with Pharrell, right, the drums were the same and the bass was the same, which I have to repeat. That to me they didn't sound the same, but whatever, right? Let's say they were the same. So do these tracks like infringe on one another? Does this give the right for everyone to say? Does this give the right for everyone to say, yeah, this guy's definitely copying off of me because they sound the same, you know? They to me they, they if if that's all it takes, then everyone starts suing everyone for every little thing, you know? And then at what point does it stop? Because let's say they, we all know melodies, right? Um, there's this famous one that that I, I I think off the top of my head. It's the one with Vanilla Ice where he denies that he's ripping off Queen and David Bowie's Under Pressure. 
And here's here's his <laughs> his explanation as to why he's not ripping them off. We sampled them from him, but it's not the same bass line. Uh, like he goes ding 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 ding. That's the way theirs goes. Ours goes ding 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 ding. And he says it with a smile too, like he legitimately believes, nah, we're not fucking copying them at all. But his explanation, if you couldn't hear from the sound, is is that their song goes ding 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 ding, while his goes ding 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 ding. So it's that extra ding right before the second bar comes in, right? So it so. It's understood that if you copy someone else's melody, yes, you're straight up ripping from them. You're copyright. Uh, you're infringing on their copyright, right? You're infringing on their on their artwork. Okay, but then at what point does it stop, right? Melodies, okay. Chords. If you use the same chord progression, if you use the same chords in the chord progression, I mean, there's a bunch of songs where it's famous. If you Google pops four chords or four chords in pop. I mean, even the axes of awesome use um, the same four chords used through every fucking pop song and they use the same progression, but they're not getting sued. Is it because they're using different instruments? So if you're using different instruments, then you're in the clear. But if you're using instruments that sound the same, are you infringing on that copyright? You know, this is this is what I want to know. And I think this is where it'd be really cool to get an expert's advice uh in music uh legal music and someone who's actually in the industry saying you know this is what it takes to infringe on someone else's artwork you know what i mean and i know as growing up and i know uh, a lot of my other producing friends that there's this misconception and this myth i guess where if you manipulate an object so much that it necessarily doesn't um that it, it doesn't necessarily uh go towards copyright land you know especially in graphic design i'm a graphic designer too and that you know there's this misconception where oh if you use a photo and if you crop it at a certain point or some people even give you know percentages like oh if you you know manipulate it 40 percent uh then you're you're in the clear you can use it but from what i understood uh because i took a, a legal class and from what i got out of it was even if you use their photo you still have to give credit to that person, you know, unless it's royalty free and then you start getting into royalties and then you start getting into exclusive rights and things like that. But if you use someone else's stuff, you still have to give credit for them, right? So I just want to know, you know, at what point does it stop? Um, because there's an artist uh, a few years back who was known for stealing beats and to my knowledge, he didn't really get into trouble or <laughs> this guy must have a fucking fantastic PR guy because I didn't hear about it. To tell you the truth, I didn't look it up. You know what? Let me look it up. Will I am legal. Will I am takes legal action against for all oh, this fucking guy. Are you serious? Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I'll, I want to talk about this. I just came up across something where Will I Am is suing Pharrell for using I Am. Anyways, so 
a few years ago will i am was known for stealing he still is but this guy dropped out i don't know what happened to him but he dropped out okay but he was known for stealing beats and a lot of people were like man fuck this guy this is when edm was blowing up like in the round 2000s to 2009s right and there's a site if you guys google will i am steals beats i mean i'm pretty sure any other fucking site will uh will have it but anyways so here's here's one fergalicious and supersonic okay so fergie's fergalicious he ripped off from jj fads supersonic So this was in 2006 and I can definitely see the rhythm, right? I can definitely see in the flow pattern and the rhythm that Fergie sings is definitely copying JJ Fad. So in that sense, yes, I can definitely see that, you know, will I am whether he deliberately or didn't know and just, you know, subconsciously created that beat with that song in mind. But yeah, it definitely sounds the same, right? Is it spot on? No, of course not, you know, but it i think it is enough for for it to be you know uh infringing on someone else's work now here's another one it's this happened in 2007 i know a lot of you have heard around the world by daft punk right but well i am got that song and he made i got from it uh i'm sorry he made the song called i got it from my mama here's how here's how i got it from my mama sounds Okay, so that's I got it from my mama from Will I Am, if you couldn't tell by what they were saying. And here is actual Daft Punks uh, around the world.
So that song, um, you know, made by Daft Punk, which if I remember correctly, I think this is the same song that Daft Punk stole from someone else. But I think at the time, uh, up to that point in time, they were saying, no, no, we didn't. We didn't steal it. We definitely made it on our own. But anyways, so Will I Am stole from Daft Punk. And uh, according to this, it says, Will I Am used an uncleared sample of Daft Punk's around the world to remix his song. I got it from my mama. He even took it one step further, creating the above human after all inspired music video that opens with the repeated phrase. Believe it or not, this is a remix. Needless to say, Daft Punk failed to approve use of the sample and refused Will I Am permission to release the song. So they told him, don't fucking use it. And apparently he did, which you know what? Here, this is the song uh, where this guy creates uh, around the world. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. So it wasn't it wasn't around uh, around the world. It was one more time. But even then, it's like that's kind of bullshit, too, you know, because it's like so someone steals from you and you're saying, no, don't use it. But then you steal from someone else like, dude, that's fucking hypocritical of you, you know. But anyways, so back um, to to will I am right. So to that point, uh, nothing happened. And there's a bunch more to where he he stole. And like I said, if you guys Google it. Uh, you'll find a lot of other similarities too. Um, but yeah, so anyways, um, at what point does it stop, uh, you know, where it's original work and at what point does it cross to, you're definitely copying someone else's work. And, you know, for, for the example that, uh, that I was going to give, but I totally skipped by was that, um, uh, big room house genre where there's this guy named yeah, dubs. And he's basically making fun of people for, you know, creating that genre because it's definitely played out. You know, there was uh, there was this one uh, song. I can't remember the song of the name, but it basically blew up and people started copying it. And it essentially turned into that genre, the, uh, much in the same way where Skrillex made a certain genre popular. Did he create it? No, of course not. Did he perfect it? No, of course not. He wasn't the first one to perfect it. But he did make it popular enough to where people are definitely copying him now, you know? So there's a certain certain track he made and then people started copying it. And then that's what's considered dubstep anymore. But if you've listened to what traditional dubstep was into old artists, then you can definitely tell that that's not what dubstep should be. But that's what it turned into. But anyways, I'm not here to talk about how genres should sound or anything like that. That's for another fucking topic. But anyways, so here's uh, so yeah, dubs ended up creating like this small compilation about um, the song and how others uh, ended up mimicking that song. Hey guys, today we're gonna learn how to make big room house. So, what the fuck is big room house, anyways? Let's ask Sandro Silva. Uh, hi, see, Sandro here created Epic, a banging ass track from 2010. And he caused a huge movement of what is known today by most as Big Room House. Yeah! Nom 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 nom! Now, do you know the one thing that all Big Room House tracks have in common? That's right! Everything! And do you know why? Right again! Because they're all the exact same song with the same drop! In fact, Big Room House isn't even a genre, it's just a song! 
It's Sandro Silva's epic, just with a different title. It's crazy. Nobody has ever made something so. So yeah, so in that little clip, he shows various different songs with the same drop, right? And if you listen to those songs, it has the buildup, and you could say, oh well, you know, um, uh, the breakdown isn't the same, or you know, the melody isn't the same. Okay, well, but did did they copy a certain thing, right? Because in this Pharrell um, case, right, for Blurred Lines. They said that the that the rhythm and maybe the bass is the same. Fine, right? Let's just let's just let them have it, right? Like, yeah, okay, fine. It sounds the same, right? So then, for these tracks, can anyone sue anyone else? Like, if someone makes a big room house track and says, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna sue so and so because it definitely sounds like mine." Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, it definitely has the same song structure throughout. Almost everyone is using that structure religiously. You know, it's a build up then drop. And then break build up then drop then break and then outro you know what i mean like i i i don't know it's just it, it, um i think it starts getting into a little bit of a gray area as to um what you need to stop by right because like i said like do the chords you know if you use the same chords okay and the same progression okay but what if you mix it up then are you chopping and screwing like you would a sample you know what i mean that's another thing too is that one of the reasons, another reason I want to talk about it too is because I know a lot of up and coming producers, beat makers, I'm sorry, a lot of up and coming beat makers like to sample things, you know, back when I was starting. And that's one of the reasons that put me off of sampling was because a lot of people ended up um, copying. They, they like, let's say they got a four bar loop from the Beatles, right? Or from some generic 70s funk band. And then what they did was they looped that four bar loop they added shitty ass drums like they didn't even try to design their own kicks or to layer kicks or anything they just used generic claps and generic kicks and then they added to it and then they said oh that's what i made which i think it's bullshit because that's like i've used this analogy before where it's like let's say you get a van gogh painting and then you get a marker and you scribble on it and you're like oh yeah i made this no you didn't you just you just got a painting and you fucking scribbled on it you did not make that you made it worse that's what you did so I think that's the same uh, what most of these people do. Now, I definitely give respect for people who get a sample, who chop it up, and then they make their own, right? In this in this painting case, like let's say you get a Van Gogh painting and then you get a, uh, you know, a pop art painting or, or something, right? And you cut them up and you create a collage and you make your own, you know, you're creating a new artwork. So with sampling, I definitely appreciate those people who cut up a sample, switch it up, and then create something new. But then here's the thing is that at what point do you stop giving credit to the point where you can't even recognize it or to the point where, you know, because if you still get that sample and you chop it up, you could you could still say, oh, well, you know, this little, you know, this little snippet is definitely from this track and this snippet is from this track. But it's so small that does it really matter? You know, apparently it does because people are over here suing for rhythms. And like I said, for the whole pop thing is that you use the same four chord progression throughout people start suing one another. So I think it's definitely I think it's definitely interesting, especially the amount of money, 7.4 million. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Um, oh, wow. The, the trial lasted only 10 days. That is fucking crazy. Let's see what else it says here. It says performers were not in court Thursday, uh, Tuesday. They later released a joint statement from Thick's representatives. It says, 
While we respect the judicial process, we are extremely disappointed in the ruling made today. Yeah, me too. Um, wow, I just lost myself. Made today, which sets a horrible precedent for music and creativity going forward. Blurred Lines was created from the heart and minds of Pharrell, Robin, and T.I., and not taken from anyone else or anywhere else. We are reviewing the decision, considering our options, and you will hear more from us soon about this matter. So, I, I, I just think it's it's, I'm I'm not in shock. This isn't something where I'm like, fuck, this sucks. But I it, I definitely you know feel like, that that sucks for you guys. You know, like, and <sighs> only the only the rhythms. I don't know. I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? Like, do you guys really think that he that he purposely copied them? Do you think it sounds the same? Uh, do you think that the Marvin Gaye family was just trying to, you know, like they felt like, oh, you know, this might sound like us. Maybe we we have a chance at, at uh, getting some money out of this. But let me know what you guys think. And before I go, I want to say thanks for everyone for, you know, for helping me out. I want to thank everyone who liked the Facebook page, who liked Twitter and who liked my Instagram account. Seriously. And like I said, I really want to do these tutorials out there. So if you guys can let me know what you're looking for and help, you know, I, I do have a background in in marketing and promotion and, and branding, essentially. So if you guys need help with that, you know, you let me know, too. Um, if you need help with any type of mixing, like something you want to learn, let me know so I can create these tutorials and I can start getting this YouTube uh, ready to launch. I already have some some videos and some more ideas. I just need to put them out there. I'm still looking for the right time, um, free time, actually. But anyways, I want to thank you guys. And like I said, submit your tracks, send them to the audio craftsman at F8music.com. You know, either send me a link that I can play if you don't want to send me an MP3. That's fine. You know, I definitely respect that. You might feel like, oh, this guy's trying to steal my work or anything like that. That's fine. Send me a SoundCloud link or send me anything. I'll put it on the podcast. I'll give you guys a shout out. And yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.